Hello everyone and welcome back to a brand new podcast episode. Hey, okay, so today we're going to get into Emma Bunton's Free Me album. Um, I have to say, this is one of my favorite albums. I love this album. I don't know why, but I do. Um, it's really, really whimsical. If you like, like, Olivia Newton-John music, I think this is going to be for you. Um, such a good, like, Emma Bunton record. Um, I'm just going to start the music and you'll probably see why um, I'm a big fan of it. So anyway, here's the first song off the album called... Free me. Expect me to sing along because I will. You've been warned. You know, again, I, I think when songs like certain songs kind of like come into your life when you're younger, I think you have a respect for them that you probably wouldn't have being older. Like, I would like to think that, like, even though I'm older now, if I heard these songs today, I would still like them. But I mean, or like, I would still like give them a listen all the way through like I did when I was younger. But who knows? Um, I really don't know. I think this album just kind of found me when I was a teen. And like a lot of European, you know, artists and stuff, I think... Um, came out with, you know, songs that were very different from how, you know, what we like here in America. I think I think the pop and just the vibe is so different. A lot of their stuff is very whimsical. Um, and just kind of like, I don't know, some of her songs remind me of like coming out of like a straight up like 60s movie, like a spy movie, like a James Bond movie or something. Like just some of the sounds of her songs are very just different. And I think that's what's cool about them. Um, and not just her, but like other artists too. I think... Um, they just kind of have a different like vibe of what pop music is versus here in America. I think pop, you know, there's a certain kind of pop music that reigns supreme here that doesn't there. Like you wouldn't hear Britney Spears sing these kind of songs. You wouldn't even hear like, you know, Christina or any of the girls like that, or even some of the older girls here in America sing songs that sound like, you know, what Emma has on this album, but you would hear like an Olivia Newton-John sing this, uh, you would hear even like Jerry Hollowell, another Spice Girl, you would hear her, it kind of reminds me of like her song, Look At Me. This whole album, I think if you put Look At Me on this album, 
it would have fit right in with these songs. Because, um, again, it has, like, they have their own kind of sound over there. If you listen to the Spice Girls records, is another example. Like, they kind of, their music um, and their inspirations are kind of, like, all over the place. They're not confined to just having a certain sound all over the record. Um, which is why sometimes, like, listening to, to music from, like, Canada or the UK or Australia for me is a little bit different. Like, like pop music from, from those artists is a little bit weird because it's not as, like, formula I think formulaic or form formula form formulaic I think is a better word or uh let's say like formatted in a certain type of way as it is here it's like a lot of the songs on a pop record here <laughs> from a pop artist will generally sound very similar and it has like a sound like to itself it's like oh you like this okay well this artist also has this on this album and that on this album so you don't feel like you just bought the album for one song there'll be a couple of songs that have that same sound so it kind of brings you back to why you bought the album if that makes sense the next song is my favorite song from her i'm actually going to leave that song for last just because i feel like it i'm going to get into track number three and that's i will be there or I'll be there. Track number two is like the best song, and I don't, I, I don't even want to like entertain the idea of another song being as good as track number uh, two because it's just not. Like there are some great songs on the album, no question, but like nothing as good as that. Nothing. I do like the songs too. This one is another one I like. Just has a sound to it that I like. And I think all these songs fit each other pretty well, too. song on this list is going to be tomorrow (laughs) 
Again, I think with this album, the one thing I like about this record in particular, everything really does have a flow to it and sound like it should be together. Does that make sense? Like everything kind of sounds like, okay, I can see this fitting in with this. I can see this fitting in with that. Would I be strong in my thoughts when he is you? Yeah, everything really sounds very, like, fitting on this record. And I think the next one, or no, not the next one, the one after that one. Um, but the next one is really nice, too. This one is called Breathing. Yeah, a lot of the songs on this album very, sound very concept-y, like, this was the point of the album, which I think is good. I think if you like a certain sound um, from Emma, I think this works. Again, everything here really feels like something 60s, but also feels very, like, again, Olivia and John-esque, like, everything on this album. Yeah, this one and the one before it are not my favorite, too. They're cute, but they're not my favorite. The next two are about to be yes. Track number six. Let's go, baby. Yes. This one is called um, The Cricket Song. Uh, this is also a single from the album, and she does, yeah. You better put the bed, and your mama said, you better put the bed, and your little sister said, you better put the bed, you only put the song. You grew up at the city, you better sleep in there, you better shut the light, cause Papa told you no, you can't go out tonight, Papa didn't know, Maria had a day, and couldn't even wait. So in a little while, she waited till the lights were low, and she, and I believe it's you, Papa, and so Yes, 
The song kicks though, it really does, like... All right, I gotta go because can't play the whole song. All right, the next one is No Sign of Life, and I love this one too. This song makes people very cozy. I don't know why. It's so I'm sorry for you, dog. Also, Don turn on to I have an uncle named Don too. I have a lot of Don around me. I wake up crying and I think of you. There's something dying in my world. It's broken into a voice in the bed. But instead, I lay down and go out in my head. I've never been here at the crying stage. Was I a fool? Never did you keep on stage? And now it's another day. You're gonna pray for the Lord that I gave away. I hope I can walk in the back for you. All I can think about is getting sick. Now that I know that no sign of life, living without you, I'm trusting you to face the truth. I can't breathe without you. No more pretending that my luck has changed. Won't see me crying, but the tears still flow through my veins. I know that you can strong. The next one is called Who the Hell Are You? I don't think I remember this one. I think I skipped this one a lot as a kid. Kind of starts off by screaming shout from Brittany Where I Am. Brittany the yes. Yeah, I really don't know this one. Yeah. 
there's something about this that reminds me of a Janet Jackson song. Like, nowhere near the level of Janet Jackson, like, delivery and, like, performance, but there is something Janet Jackson about that particular song. I don't know if it's the way it's sung, but there's something about it that I'm like, this is, like, um, a, like a nowhere near as good Janet Jackson, like, song. The next one is called Lay Your Love On Me, and it's one of my favorites as well. Fabrice. Your bathroom needs for breeze small spaces. The always-on odor-fighting air freshener you set and forget. No outlets used, no batteries needed, no effort required. So your bathroom stays continuously fresh for 45 days. That's the power for breeze small spaces. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I mean? How everything really sounds very like 60s and like like psychedelic and stuff. Everything just has its own kind of sound, like like it, not its own, but it, it just sounds all very similar. on this with her too. Who is this one? Look at me. Tell me what you see. Does it please you make you go at the news? I don't know how you know but I guess it must show that my eyes Incredible to me. 
So pretty. I love that song. The next one is called You Are. I used to wait to run my I don't remember this one either. Now, I run it daily. Weekday. Weekends. You might think that's wasteful, but it's not. Even half loads use 80% less water than hand washing. There's like one more song on the album that I was like absolutely in love with. And then like, which we're almost done anyway, so. I feel like I vaguely remember this one. definitely a cute song like it definitely has its, like it's a little cute thing to it um now let's get into one of my favorites this is something so beautiful Yeah. 
sounds through the wind of wrong. I never felt like I was God. I'm like you have This is something that's quite beautiful. Is that like a really pretty song? All right, the next one is going to be the Free Me Remix, which I think is still a good box. Mr. Too. Clean Multi Surface Liquid Cleaner. Enjoy the long lasting freshness long after the clean. Yeah, I don't know. To me, this album is just like, it's, I mean, if you haven't noticed already, it's clearly a box to me. I love the songs on this one. Um, there's just some really fun stuff on here. Um, and I, I don't know, I, I really appreciate this album again. Like, it kind of like showed me that there's like other ways to be like to have a pop album not everything has to be you know a certain type of sound um in order to be a good record and i think that's that's something that i really appreciate about this album from emma is that like it's got its own kind of sound and i think it was a really fun album i'm sad that like it didn't do better um but i think that also has to do with like promotions like i know that her song maybe was a big hit like not a big hit but was a, a hit here for like you know to some degree i remember seeing it on mtv i remember them playing the video on vh1 sometime so i think out of all the songs on this album maybe was like her biggest hit um and i mean i bought the album here like you know it was it sold a lot more obviously in the uk where she's from but um like, I definitely remember having it here. I remember a lot of my friends in high school were, like, really into the song, maybe. Like, oh, my God, I love that song from her. Da -da -da. But, like, I don't have the album. And I, like, I would make copies for them because, like, they couldn't afford to buy the album. Um, and so a lot of people really liked that song. And I, I suppose some of the songs in the album they liked, too. I don't know. We really never talked about the whole album as much as, like, we talked about the song, maybe, which we're going to get into now. But, yeah, this remix of Screaming is fun. All right, so the last one on the album, maybe. I'll never forget when I first saw this video on VH1. I was like, it was like some girl walking in the snow. And I was like, what is this? And then like, the second she like opened her coat, I realized who it was. And I was like, is that Baby Spice? And the video was just so big. It was such, such, like, such a production. It reminded me of something out of like Austin Powers or like some kind of spy movie. And I was just like, I was hooked on it. I was like, this is it. When I tell you I played the song and this video so many times, I know the dance. Like, it's so bad. I love this song that much. It was so good. It was this song and Amory's One Thing that I would play all the time. I know they're so random and so different, but like I would play those two songs constantly. Maybe it's not a Maybe it's all just in my mind. Maybe I'm 
But I don't think so. Maybe I guess a little more. Why do I keep fooling myself? Why can I let go? This is not like me. Then I definitely see that maybe. Oh, oh, maybe. You're around me. Like, I don't know about you guys, but, like, to me, it's just one of those songs that just make you feel good. And I, I, that's what I love about that song. Um, but, yeah, the whole album in total, like, obviously, it's a bop for me. I mean, my favorite songs are, I do love Free Me. I love Maybe, my favorite song. Um, I'll Be There was really good, too. Um, I did love, um, I like Breathing Well Enough. I do like that one. Cricket Song, I love that song. No Sign of Life, love that song. Um, Lay Your Love on Me, I love that, too. Amazing, I love that, too. Um, something so beautiful, love that song, and then the Free Me remix, really good. I would say there's only like two or three songs on the album that I'm like they're not my favorites, but like I can listen to them well enough, like that it that they don't like. I don't think they're trash. So there's like not a single trash song on that album, and so I'm just gonna have to say that this album is a bop overall. Like that's just what it is. Um, I do want to end this on kind of a different note. So you guys heard Free Me just now from Emma, but now I want you to hear another song this is not from her um but it reminds me of free me so we're gonna play free me a little bit more free me just a little bit and then we'll get into another song so here we go oh, Okay, so that kind of reminds me of this song a little bit. The new swimmer power I gotta end it on this note just because like I've loved these two songs and I want everyone else to hear them kind of back to back because I just love them. This is her friend Jerry Hollowell with her song Look At Me. But to me if you imagine Emma singing this song it would just go so well with the album. What you see ain't what you are getting. Little breaker, she wants it. He's got it. 
hot gossip, superficial expectation. Yeah, I can You can take it all because this face is free. Maybe next time use your eyes and look at me. I'm the drama queen if that's your baby. I can even do reality. song so much okay so yeah that was emma bunton's free me and the last well the, the song yeah the album's called free me and the last song you just heard is jerry hollowell's look at me from her album um which i've never actually heard the whole thing um i think i've heard like maybe two or three tracks off that record um but i remember like hearing look at me and just loving that song when i was a kid like i don't know why my music taste was just all over the place when i was young but it was like and I'm, I'm grateful for it now because now as an adult it's still that way um, but I remember hearing that song, like, her first song, uh, or at least the first song I heard from her with Alpha Spice Girls, and I was like, I actually really like this. This is a really fun song, and the video was really cool, too, and it was actually really hard to track down that video and that song for a long time. Um, thank goodness for YouTube coming along and changing all that, but, like, yeah, for the longest time, it was really hard to, like, you know, because, I mean music channels wouldn't play it a lot of different things wouldn't play certain songs again maybe from emma bunton i was lucky to come across that because a lot of stations just didn't play a lot of artists and that kind of sucked if you know if you like certain songs or certain artists you wouldn't be able to hear them because a lot of the radio stations wouldn't play them here in america and a lot of video channels wouldn't play them either like i said it would mostly be like vh1 but, you know, you'd have to be up all hours of the night and, and do crazy shit and sacrifice something in order to see a video like that um, from either her or, you know, the other Spice Girls. I, there was a channel called The Box, I think, and I think, which I think later turned into Fuse and then Muse or some shit, whatever order that was in. Those ones, you could, like, dial up a video, I guess, but I think they cost you. And as a kid, like, no one's going to pay for me to watch a video. So, like... Those were things that you could definitely do back then when those channels were, like, a thing. But um, other than that, it was MTV, MTV2, 
And again, those wouldn't really, those would play certain songs that they wanted to play. On, you know, in heavy rotation, they would never play things like, you know, Emma Bunton and Jerry Hollowell. And if they did, again, it was very, like, very seldomly play them. Um, I know Disney Channel at one point played music videos, but, like, again, that also wasn't very, they wouldn't play those. They wouldn't play those videos. Um, so finding those those videos and those songs when they played on TV was always kind of hard. And for me, I got to the point where I would record videos. Um, my dad used to do that. He would like record like random videos um, on like VHS tapes. And so I like eventually in my own life, I did that myself too. I would just record a whole bunch of videos and concerts and stuff like that. And so like I have like volumes and volumes of VHSs somewhere with just nothing but like music videos all over them. Like hours and hours and hours of music videos from like, I would say early 2000s to like, I don't know, probably around Britney Spears' like circus era. Around that time, I was just recording a crap ton of videos on TV. Like, which I mean, I look back now, I'm like, why did I do that? But I'm like, I get why I did it. Because at the time, again, you couldn't always find those videos that you liked. So at least if I had hours and hours of videos and concerts that I liked, I could at least go back. Or like, you know, award show performances, I could at least go back and watch them depending on what volume I had. And I would always write on the volume, like, what artists were on it and what songs they were singing on it if I liked, you know, something stuck out to me. Um, so I would do that a lot. But, like, luckily for me, because, like, for example, before I end this, there was a, a, a band called Rooney, and they had a song called I'm Shaken. And I remember them getting a music video for it, but MTV, like, would not play that shit. And they would not play it. And so I remember staying up for days. I stayed up for days to, to like, just to see that video. And finally, they played it one night. And I remember, like, pressing record on it so freaking fast. So fast on it that I caught the whole video. And, like, I was so excited that I had it. And same thing with, like, the Backstreet Boys. Like, there were times where I think even one of the Backstreet Boys' wives, like, wrote in or said something about MTV. Like, MTV refused to play the Backstreet Boys' video. Uh, their song, I just want you to know. They refused to play it. And so, like, VH1 eventually picked it up and played it a lot. But one of the Backstreet Boys' wives were, like, letting people know, like, hey, like, they're not playing the song. You guys have to request it because they're not going to play it. And that's kind of what MTV started to become was, like, very, like, if... I guess, I don't know, I, I think there were certain people on the board at MTV or Viacom that if they didn't like you, they weren't going to play your music. I know they had something against Janet Jackson for a very long time, and so I think that prevented a lot of her music getting played. Um, I mean, obviously, Britney was a favorite of theirs at the same time she wasn't, because, like, they'd play her, they'd play the shit out of Britney videos. She would perform at the VMAs, like, she would do, like, making the videos for them, which obviously brought, you know, traction to their channel. But she would not get awards from them. Like, it was really crazy. Like, she didn't get awards from, from them until, like, her blackout era. That was, the, that was the first time Britney Spears ever got an award from MTV. And it turns out, like, she was also doing her for the record at that time. So it kind of feels like it was staged. Like, it would kind of felt like, oh, we'll give you an award if you do this for the record thing for us. That's what it kind of felt like. And, I mean, she's won VMA since then, for sure. But, like, that was the first time she ever won one when she just so happened to be doing a, you know, a whole documentary for them. So I'm like, kiss my ass, MTV. You're fake as fuck. Anyway, that is the end of this. Um, I will see you guys next time. Once again, Free Me is a whole bop to me. Let me know what you guys think. And we're going to get into more music before this weekend is over, hopefully. I say that now. I could change my mind tomorrow. Who knows? But um, I do want to get into some Kylie Minogue. Um, I do want to get into the group Cleopatra coming at you. And I, I just want to see what they were about because I never really got into their music.
music too much, but I heard a lot about them when I was a kid, and I at least knew two of their songs. And I want to get into the girl group Black. I will eventually get into TLC and um, Destiny's Child. I really want to get into them too, um, and other artists. So we're gonna we're gonna start getting into a whole bunch of different stuff at some point. Um, I want to get into Maya, some Aaliyah, of course. Um, and then, like, I heard there's a group called the Moppets or the Moppets. I grew up kind of knowing a little bit about them, but not knowing much of their music. So, I tend, I want to get into all of that. Craig David, I heard one of his songs when I was out tonight, and I was like, I haven't done Craig David, so he'd be good to get into. Maybe some Alicia Coles, some Alicia Coles. I would like to do that too. So we'll we'll get into some stuff, some Brandy, some Monica. Let's do it. Let's do it all. Uh, but I'll see you guys next time. Have a great rest of your day, night, evening, afternoon, whenever you listen to this. I'll see you later. Peace.